Oh my goodness, hello! Hey! Hello and welcome to another episode of We Have to Ask Live. I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And this is the show where week after week, uh, we may or may not be here. You know, flip, <laughs> flip a coin, roll a flip die. Flip a coin! Uh, odds are, something will happen. Uh, it just may mm-hmm. not be on this channel. Uh, Jonathan, how are you? Uh, I, I'm doing fine. I got to do improv with you. Um, a couple True. of days ago on the high wire channel on the high wire past Sunday. um it was the standalone Kristen. video is up it's uh it's there oh is it see oh the show. Yeah. The, yeah check check it out on high wire uh youtube channel you just search high wire improv mm-hmm. um and you might see my face you might see marty's face i don't know what the the picture is um but i did use props for the first time oh was that the first time what an first time i've ever used props. yeah uh it was the first time it, i've never i've always been like you know what i don't, I don't need to do it but mm. there were just there were a couple of moments that i've i felt like i was on point yeah uh you were definitely yes anding the shit out of some very silly ideas using yeah. using <laughs> grape jars on your fingers grape jars on my fingers uh, I have a, a whole, there's a whole rack uh, of Welch's Winnie the Pooh jars <laughs> that I I went and eBayed to finish the set. Ah. And then we we found out we had that one. <laughs> so I used both uh, Winnie the Pooh and Tigger as my jars. I also have ah. collective uh, glasses, which was the bit you mm-hmm. mentioned. Uh, but the, the Flintstones and uh, what the McDonald's mm-hmm. and Walt Disney World glasses. Wow. I don't know if you remember that. I'm not uh, sure I do. Maybe I remember the Flintstones. Uh, but I have those and they're there. And I was like, the perfect opportunity. And then I was like, oh, another, and then another scene you did with Kristen. I was like, oh, I could come in and be... <laughs> random people yeah like just come in and i had like a fedora i put sunglasses mm-hmm. on and then, and then both guys, was very good the, my do you, you i had never felt more in tune with an improv set because then you then then kristen says well you you you're going to hell yeah and i was like this oh my god i know who i was i was mm-hmm. satan you were satan the whole and then time i just come in and i have both i have the whole outfit <laughs> on and it's just like man i don't know how you do it kristen it felt good yeah. uh hi- highlight to start my week i would say how, yeah. how are you doing uh i'm doing pretty good i'm uh still tired from uh the weekend so that that same day we did a show uh beforehand i did a 40 mile bike ride <laughs> Uh, wow. Yeah, it was part of, uh, well, not part of it. It was the uh, the Five Bros bike tour that is put on uh, pretty much every year. I think normally it's in May, but it was pushed back uh, for COVID reasons. Uh, and then again for weather reasons. So all of the merch actually has uh, like August 21st, but it was a week later uh, because there was a hurricane coming. But it was amazing. So it's uh, 40 miles is more biking than i've done uh but they shut down so much of the city to cars and they just let the bikes have at it so you start uh just north of battery park 
and uh, get to go like up Sixth Avenue all the way, like you know, past Radio City Music Hall, like past all of these uh, big landmarks in Manhattan, then uh, over very briefly into the Bronx, and then you take the Queensboro Bridge over into Queens, uh, down uh, through Brooklyn, through honestly some of the worst streets of the ride, uh, and um, like you get to take highways. So they shut down part of the FDR. And part of uh, the the BQE, the Brooklyn Queens Expressway, and mm. so we're like, you know, riding up interstate ramps and then riding up on the interstate on our bikes. And uh, if, it was if really I cool. know anything about New York, is people won't get mad about traffic being an issue. <laughs> well, it is very tightly controlled, so they they have the road closures from you know like just before the start of the race. And there are all these warnings of like, hey, look, if you haven't made it to the BQE by 2 p.m., like, give up because yeah, we're going to let cars back on. Uh, but it was it was really fun. It was a group of three of us, uh, me and Amy and uh, our friend Matt. And we, you know, took breaks, uh, tried to take care of ourselves and did the whole thing in like four and a half hours, including breaks. Okay. It was about it was a little more than three hours on the bikes. Uh, really cool. Probably going to uh, probably going to find some more rides and do something like now, that again. Now you said it was the five, the five what? The five borough bike tour. Borough tour, okay. Yeah, for the the five boroughs of New York. Yeah, I so I heard a different thing, and I had a whole bit planned. Okay, and well, then I, mean, I wanted to. You know what? Let's do it. Let's back. I went. Okay, okay. Uh, so I so I heard you said that this is by the five bros. Are they? <laughs> Are they related to the five guys? Maybe three brothers, or possibly even bros of Baltimore. Got it. Okay. Good bit. It was a good bit, but it then I was bit. like, I, 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 I think he said burrows, and did. then it just yeah. it just threw me off. So, I, but yeah, I do kind of like the idea of thank the you five, for five bros bike ride. The five hey, bros. Hey, do you even bike, bro? Hey, bro, do you even bike? Come on. Hey, I'm walking here. No, you're not. No, you're supposed to bike, bro. Quit walking. Bike it. Uh, yep. Good bit. Great bit. Thanks. Thank you. Um, what else is good? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to improv camp next weekend. <laughs> this this improv weekend. Camp. Yes, Camp Improv Utopia East is uh, back, baby. After being was... canceled last year. Uh, it's Got happening. it. So it's it, happening again. Yeah, because I did not see any kind of promotion, and you also didn't try to convince me to go this year. Yeah. So I was assuming. So I'm assuming that it was like everybody who bought tickets to the last go round. I think that was part of it. I also honestly still don't know if I'm going. I mean, I guess I'm going. I've told enough people that I'm going. Uh but I'm nervous about it. It's uh it's every, vaccination required. Everything's okay. checked. Uh, masks okay. like strongly encouraged everywhere. So I think we're going to have a, a culture of everybody masking up all the time. Uh, and then uh, they're requiring a negative test uh, from within 72 hours before camp starts. So uh, I think that's all the precautions you can do before you just say we're not having it. So right, yeah, I, I feel like they're doing their best, uh, and I'm I'm here for it. So or I'm okay. gonna be there for it. But I'm excited about it. It's like my sixth year or yeah, something. Yeah, you you definitely rock out that uh, that that improv camp. I do. I do. Are you a counselor? Are you? Oh wait, you are you a, uh, like a cabin leader? Isn't that the I am thing not. That they do there? 
that that is a thing to do uh, i only did that one year and um uh, i don't think they'll ever ask me to do it again no i don't i don't know uh they do often rotate them out unless uh the cabin leader specifically is like i demand it uh okay. and but i am back in the rogers cabin uh the mr rogers cabin i've got my red sweater ready to go uh we have our uh same cabin leader uh back again katie p and she's great so really looking forward to it gonna have some good times do some improv eat some mess hall food uh i have a lot of questions for how the camp is going to be different uh under covid but they uh they know what they're doing the campgrounds have been already hosting events like it's a sports camp for kids so they've been hosting events where they're like i'm sure people who can't be vaccinated yet because they're too young uh and they don't have you know, a record of screw ups. So <laughs> I'm hoping that it's all going to be good. It's going to be fun. But uh, it'll definitely be fun. You're going to make lots of friends and we'll be very That's excited right. to hear back from your trip. Sure. Uh, what else is good? I don't know. Psychonauts 2 came out. I, I played that game all the way through in two days. It was really good. If you've never played Psychonauts, go, you should do that. Okay. And then play the second one too. Good, good games good games um all right well i think uh, unless you've got any any other news anything coming no up? let's let's do our shtick all right well folks if uh if you happen to have caught us on an on week in the past or or not uh maybe you know you keep trying to tune in and we just don't have a show i figure i should probably explain it because it's been so long uh, every week we uh, use a device cobbled together from arcane and archaic technologies to reach out into alternate timelines where Jonathan and I decided to do a podcast about one topic and stick with it. And we've just been stealing episodes from all of those universes over time. Uh, as they pivoted to video, uh, we fixed up our device to also pivot to video. So we're going to turn on our, uh, our our magical little... Uh, I shouldn't call it magic, but we should turn on our uh, technology and uh, find out what we're going to see today. Yeah. All right. Uh, so enjoy whatever these two guys are up to, and uh, we'll catch y'all next time. What do you see? You see the sea. We learned that if you stare at a fish tank for 30 seconds or more, you're more likely to feel more successful about your day. These are the tips and tricks that we bring to you at tipsandtricks.com. Make sure you sign up today and not only receive tips and tricks, but also look at some fish. All right, right. Uh, welcome back to Who Will Take the Initiative. And um, we kind of wasted that intro with neither of us talking. So I hope hope people are still watching the show. Two. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I see it too, but I, I, I just mean like, um, you know, they might, have, they might have put down their phones and, oh, it could just be you and me. I don't think I count because I'm only watching it uh, through the admin interface. Okay. Look, let's so just, one. let's take the Band-Aid off. Uh, okay. Jonathan, 
Um, you know, this started out as a, a Dungeons and Dragons actual play mm-hmm. podcast. Um, very quickly fell apart. Um, did some, but we did some fun episodes. We did some fun mm-hmm. dungeoneering. We met some fun friends. We had some great players. We had some uh, really antagonistic players. Um, we've seen a lot of stuff on who will take the initiative, and um, you know, we've been working through the last eighteen months or so of pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, tried to pivot online. Uh, tried to do the Twitch thing. Everybody's doing the Twitch thing. Everybody's doing the Twitch thing. Um, and it, it seems you know, we've kind of hit a wall. So, um, you know, it's time to shake up the formula again. And um, I'm just really excited to see what uh, you've come up with. Oh, I am thrilled you asked that because the first idea I had mm-hmm. was to accept your suggestion of what our new format will be like because i'm very excited Hmm. about the path that you have always created in whatever Hmm. map we're in wherever like what dungeon we may have fallen into or oh yeah thanks some some town right uh but i i very much am excited for the path that you're going to choose for us today. Okay. Um, that's interesting. Yeah. I, um, you know, I'm excited uh, for us to find a, a new path for the show. Of course, I've uh, spent a lot of time being the, uh, the story guide, the, the dungeon master, the game master, uh, you know, as, as time goes on, you know, I've worn a lot of different hats. Most of them uh, being the hat that sort of, has the final say in in the story the one who's playing the role of the world uh while the players play the roles of themselves that they've chosen for themselves and um the the path that i would like to to choose here and set out for us is one where uh i am no longer the one who is deciding everything hmm. Hmm. so i'm i'm really looking forward to um relinquishing control over the format of the show and the, the the contents of the worlds and that's, uh that's great and finding out what I, you have to contribute well i think i would start i think i would start okay okay um we have played through every book that has ever been been written we've got, we've had a lot of time on our hands yeah um so I, I I think the first thing we do is we we just we take out mm-hmm. the possibility of anyone else running any of the games we play. And here's why. This is why Okay. Okay. You have read and led mm. us through every book. So you are in essence a page master. Thanks. I mean, um, you know, be, a, a lot of a lot of that is just the, it's it's reading the books. You know, the first Macaulay time. Culkin cartoon. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot about that cartoon. Yeah. Yeah, I used to watch that Page Master. It was a it was a really good movie. I want to say Whoopi Goldberg was in it. I could be wrong. Wow. Uh, Christopher Lloyd was in it for oh, yeah. sure. Um. So. 1994. As a, pa- as a Page Master. Uh, we would 
we would not find better hands to well, that's that's a very kind thing to say just to, just to start folding the contact paper mm. on our new set of stories i see and yeah I, you so, know I, what i will say like i i spent a lot on the on these books you know i've got i've got all the monster manuals all the player manuals several revisions um a lot of the new expansions um and you know there's there's always more content coming um so for some of these stories it it would be worth maybe revisiting i you know i know we've carved our own path through several of them um so it's possible that we could have you know somebody else run through these and not have me be a backseat story guide but i i also concede your point that if yeah. if we're touching on stories we've already done um you know we're just revisiting the past we're kind of re we rehashing old episodes we don't have to do like old episodes like we could do new completely new episodes i agree i think i think uh, we could yeah yeah and i think as long as we have somebody that's willing to be a be a be a like a jumping point mm. um somebody who has the wherewithal to put us like somewhere just drop us in yeah anywhere and say here you go there's a there's a a, a worm somewhere and you gotta find it ah see that that sounds great and uh and i just i just want to reiterate like jonathan your improv skills are so sharp at this point oh, and you. so refined doing really good um, i know people say that you know the story guide role is the one that draws the picture of the world but over the course of playing you know at this point thousands of hours of uh role-playing games you know you've got not only a, a really sharp mind for imagining the world and what's going on but a really sharp tongue for describing you know like really making it clear uh, what's going on? What are the stakes? What's the action? Uh, so I think you would be a great person to to start us off on this new venture. I'm already like, hey, okay, what's the worm all about? What's this worm? Let's, well, let's I can tell you. Okay, so early bird catches the worm. We're both birds. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm and then, it. and then, somewhere on the ground is one worm. Okay. And so we have to we we have to use our our sonar. Nice, uh, because we have sonar. That's, isn't as that birds. that's a? I thought that was a bat thing. It is, but in this world, there are no bats. There's just birds. Okay, and they have sonar. Do all birds have sonar, or do like some birds have sonar and some birds are without? What do you think? I don't know. I uh, I'm asking the the story guide. So am I. Oh, but, but like you know, you started the the worm story with the birds. I, I, I did. I, yeah. Listen. And so you just like every. I mean, you're just kind of like, guiding the story. Just like every book we've ever opened, somebody else has written the words to start it, and then the the just the the letters and words that come out afterwards mm. that is completely made up on the spot. Um, scream. Marty knows. Oh, that's that's too kind. Marty uh, knows, and that's 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 um, you're giving me too much credit. And uh, and one thing I would would like to uh, to you know emphasize is we've got the creativity. You know, we don't have to start from from somebody else's words. 
and I could just hear like in the confidence in your delivery in like you're not scrambling for word choices you're you're not having to uh you know consult external material this birds hunting worms world uh it sounds like it's fully formed in your head and so i i would never presume to uh you know try and take apart an image that you've already got so vividly constructed so you know i'm 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 ready uh should we roll characters or um you know, like, uh, is there more lore to lay out? I, l I would love to hear more lore about this bird world. Are there okay. civilizations or? Okay. Okay. All right. Here we go. We'll get this started. Okay. Do you have your die with you? Um, sure. Yeah. Which, uh, which do you want me to use? Uh, 20 is fine. Okay. We'll go with the D20. All right. Here we go. I'm going to start us off. All right. Okay. Uh, two birds hmm? sit upon a tree. The wind. Sorry, is it like a like how tall is the tree? Are we talking? Is a ten foot tall, great little, little bitty. Ten feet tall. I'm, I'm sorry, that's huge. Ten, ten, ten feet, feet tall. That's like yeah, like a like a you know cheerleader standing on the shoulders of another cheerleader is ten feet tall. And how scary would that be? Is if two cheerleaders came at you on top of each Wait, other this is okay i think i might have missed a detail are these trees uh motile do they are these mobile trees do they move they they move in the wind <laughs> okay so like just like a regular tree yeah so these regular 10 foot tall trees and uh, atop these tall 10 foot tall trees so uh, how, how, big, how big are these birds then the birds yeah uh they are 25 inches so that's that's just a little over two feet so if the the tree is 10 feet tall then like five of these birds stacked one on top of the other would be as tall as the tree right but we don't need five birds there's only two no of course uh, there's only yeah in there's our story but okay do the birds consider this 10-foot-tall tree to be giant? Well, this is a great chance to, to roll. Okay, uh, great. So I'm, uh, I'm rolling, what, like, perception or insight? Uh, knowledge. Knowledge, got it. Yeah, uh, cool. Uh, that's an 11 on the die. All right. I don't have, like, great. a character rolled, so I don't, uh, I don't, know if it, I don't well, think there's a modifier. I got it. Or... The birds look up and down the tree and go well this is crap the end oh i'm sorry the now the end the end okay uh, that was that was a, a good practice run um no that's it that's the end of that i just i felt like there was a lot of potential there and uh, um should have rolled better Oh, was that that was a it was a bad roll? Yeah, the the rolling an eleven. Yeah, uh, in this story, immediately ends it. Any any eleven at any time. Mm -hmm. Oh yikes! Okay, uh, were there any other numbers you... I needed to know about? No, just eleven. Okay, just watch out for elevens. Well, you don't have to worry about it now. The story's over. I guess. I, I guess. Um. 
I mean, that was that was really only like three or four minutes of storytelling. Jonathan, we do like at I mean, least, it would have at been, least a half hour. I would have I would have been a little bit more uh, story, but we got we got held up by the trees, and then you rolled an eleven. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. You're right. I I was really digging too deep into the trees and trying to world build. I had I had the sense that I was asking for too much detail, but like I also just really wanted to be clear on your vision. I I'm sorry. You I, rolled an eleven. I, no, I I, I appreciate I appreciate that, but uh, story's over. Oh. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, would you know, shake that one off. Good story. Okay. We'll never know the ending uh, or what the stakes were or who the characters were or what they meant to each other or themselves uh, or how they related to the world. Okay. Um, so you got another one? Okay. Two ocelots are Sweet. swimming in a fifth centimeter puddle. Sorry, I just wanted to double check. An ocelot. Oh, an ocelot is it's a cat. It's a it's a wildcat that reaches between 40 and 50 centimeters uh, at the shoulders in height. So this is this puddle uh, 15 centimeters deep or is that like it's, a it, it is a it is a Perfect square. Okay, so it's fifteen centimeters on the side, or is that across across the diagonal? Perfect square. Uh, right. But in in a perfect square, the diagonals are further apart than either of the adjacent edges. Not with this one. Okay. Okay, I won't press any more on that. Um, so these two ocelots are swimming. Yeah. In a 15 centimeter perfect square puddle. Okay. Searching for the mythical worm. Great. That has been passed down from generation to generation that no one has ever found. But the stories of it. With the story. Okay. Right. If, because if, yeah, they didn't, obviously don't have the worm. They uh, don't have the worm. Okay. So am I, am I one of the ocelots or? As as the rain continues to fall, as it has mm. fallen for days, okay, the ocelots start to pick up a scent. Oh, I need you to roll. Okay, uh, a strength roll, please. Okay, is that a D twenty? I'm I'm rolling. Yes, yes, please. Okay. All right, I rolled. I rolled a natural twenty. That's a twenty on the oh, die. Great. Uh, the they picked up fifty cents. Okay, sorry, because I imagine I imagine that picked up a scent that they were. You rolled they were, a. They you were rolled smelling. A, you rolled yeah. a twenty. Yeah. So it, it it ends the story. So, uh, they took the fifty oh, cents. Oh no, that's the end of the story. To to a fisherman who said, "I'm I'm I'm all out of I'm all out of bait." And they they didn't get to spend their their fifty cents. Oh no, the the fisherman uh, was actually also a hunter. So, uh, 
roll it roll you if you want to roll a chance we could see maybe it's continues oh okay yeah I, you know i i don't want to make the same mistake twice okay so rolling right. d20 um that's a just 14. don't roll a 14. oh okay oh. uh the the ocelots uh are are taken yeah to the local zoo where they lived miserably for the rest of their ocelot days. At least the Man. hunter responsibly turned them over to people who can take care of them. Even oh, if no, 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 no. They, they were taxidermied. So the zoo had them taxidermied? No, no, no. The hunter taxidermied them. And then the, the they took them to the zoo as sort of like a, Taxi oh, these are ocelot. Taxidermied them alive? No, they were dead. The you said they lived out the, their miserable lives in the zoo, but if the tax if the right. taxidermied them and then gave them to the zoo, they would they would be dead. I mean, that's your connotation of death. Uh, I don't know. I mean, oh. be miserable just standing at the front of a zoo. Okay. Um... You rolled it though. That was weird. Roll the twenty and a fourteen. Can't roll those numbers. What? That's. Um... I mean, you could have at you know, least rolled 11. That would have kept the story going. Jonathan, I know we've played a lot of different games, um, mm -hmm. different kinds of games that like make unexpected use of, of mechanics. Um, but they've all been storytelling games uh, where we're trying to like add details or discover things together and, and make a story. And the, the, you know, the dice and the other mechanics are used to to deal in in chance uh these numbers that automatically end the story this is a really brutal kind of gameplay you handed the reins of the page master over to the page apprentice and so this is what we get okay if you it's... want we can look you can roll another chance roll do it do a d20 wait are we back in the ocelot story nope or... Nope, we're gonna figure out if we keep this going. Here we go. Oh, keep sorry, keep keep what going? The podcast. Odd numbers, yes, even numbers, uh, also yes. Okay, so then whatever I roll. Well then chance. Then Jonathan, if 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 it's impossible to just don't roll, roll a nine. Oh god. Oh wait, no, it's a six. There's a dot on it. Okay, it's not a nine. It's a six. You see, because it's got the, it has the dot, the dot next to the bottom, little dot right there. Ooh, it's hard to do when my camera's back. I, I don't, yeah, I don't see it. No, nope, there it is. Oh, there's a dot. There yeah, it is, right clear. there. Yeah, look at that. It's a six. Well, that's a, that's a even number with a dot, which makes it a decimal, so it's six point one. Uh. And that's an odd number. Is it? Yeah. I thought evens and odds only applied to whole numbers. Mm. Is the it, things you learn in the page. Decimal, number, even, or odd. Can decimal numbers be classified as even or odd? Wow. Well, Cora says no, but also that it's up to you. 
How does somebody say no and then it's also my decision? Because it's Quora, uh, you know, anyone can answer. Let's see, what about the Mathematics Stack Exchange? Uh, no, decimal numbers cannot be even or odd because you could always add a zero to make it even. Yeah, but I could also value. add a I could also add a one and you make it odd. Ah, but adding a one changes the value. So if this is a number with a dot and it's a decimal, then it's a six point which is even. So we is what we keep doing the show. Wait, we were gonna do the show even if it was odd numbers. Except six point one, which you rolled. That wasn't on Jonathan that we didn't agree on that. Well, you should have rolled to see if you could agree. I I did. I did roll. I rolled what you asked me to roll. I don't want to take the initiative. Okay, is that is that what this has been about? You you yep. don't want to run. A I game. don't. I don't want to run a game. <sighs> okay, that was really an emotional journey. You could have just said. I did. I wrote you five emails, and you just kept sending them back. Oh, like. I thought it was a crisis of confidence thing. Like you just needed to be, just, you know, I, convinced and built up about your own abilities. I really just didn't want to. I mean, the first the first thing you did when I said I had tall trees and I picked ten feet, you immediately height shamed them. And I'm not a I, yeah, which I've never done in any of your stories. Just go with the flow. But you immediately said, well. That's two cheerleaders. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, I guess I having trouble not backseat story guiding. Mm -hmm. There you go. Uh, OK, well, um, uh, I, th I, I don't know if I have any more energy for, for this today. Um, OK, so I guess That's let's. Fine. Let's start another email thread about when we'll next do an episode or okay. um, if if we will next do an episode. Okay. 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 Um, well, folks, uh, I think that's going to do it uh, for today for who will take the initiative. Um, I, I hope uh, I hope you see us again. I guess uh, it's a roll of the die and who knows which numbers are good and bad. Maybe Jonathan does. Maybe he's making it up. After the die's after the die is down, he's making it up because he just wants the thing to happen a certain way. Um, why don't you let us know what you think? Uh, you can critique our tree heights and our dice rolls uh, on our website at wehaveToask.com or on our Twitter or Facebook at wehaveToask. Uh, and uh, we'd love to know. You know, uh, are there games that we haven't done that you would like to see us do? I would love to learn about a, a new one. Because um, otherwise, you know, we're kind of. Mm -hmm. um, uh, anyway, this has been another episode of Who Will Take the Initiative. Um, I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan, as always. Just don't roll 11. Uh, hope, hope we see you next time. Uh, and that means that uh, credits are go. This has been another episode of We Have to Ask Live. I'd like to thank our producers, Amy and Herbie Lobsters, Texas Guys and Chaos Reviews, for a new day. Check them out on iTunes and Wired Action as well. Your subscriber gives us a rating and review. It really helps. Do the discussion online at wehaveto ask.com or on Facebook or Twitter at We Have to Ask. 
don't forget to check out the other podcast from the Pizzabox Network at Pizzabox.com. You got a second. Did you did you roll a six? Is yeah. that a real number? That no, was a real, yeah, I rolled a six. Damn, that's real close. A six is a real number. I know six is a real number, but I wanted to know if you actually rolled it. I did I did roll a six, yeah. Wow, that was really close to my nine. It it was. It was a good bit. It was a good bit. Hey, this is Chris. And this is Joe from the Curioso Podcast. You are currently listening to We Have to Ask. We Have to Ask? I gotta be honest with you. I'm not sure what the hell is going on. So we have to ask. I, I, I've tried to ask. You did? And I, I haven't gotten any answers. How many times has this happened to you? I just want to listen to a podcast. I can't choose from all these complicated structures and setups. You want to listen, not think. That's why there's Hobo Radio. You'll feel like the smartest guy in the room in a room by yourself. This doesn't take any intellectual thinking at all. Thanks, Hobo Radio. Hobo Radio, a weekly podcast on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network. In a world where people watch movies. I think I'm going to watch a movie. Sometimes they don't like what they see. I don't like this movie. But sometimes they look for the silver lining. Wait a second. I like this part of this movie. Joel and Andy do that work for you. The Silver Linings Playback. I like this part of this podcast where they tell me the part of the movie I like. Every Monday on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts.